Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 11th episode of the Miscast Review. As always, I am your host, Jake O'Mara, and as always, I am here with my lovely co-host. Oh, thank you. Donovan Holland. Donovan, yep. Uh, man. It's good to be back. Season two, technically. That's how we left off the last episode. It is. This is the season two premiere. Yeah, it was a long break. Long break. It was like two months. Yeah, I think it was around there. Yeah, how was your break? What did you do? What did you see? Um, honestly, I just was uh, worked at Starbucks and um, let's see, just did um a lot of uh, I was on was that when I was on the cruise or is that way before that? It all it all blended together. Way before. Okay. Uh, me and Kylie went on that trip, so that was pretty great. And um, you know, I'm I'm back and pretty refreshed to uh talk about some some movies sweet yeah so well because of this break um we're a little bit behind schedule so we're just gonna do it chapter two this week and then joker hopefully next week if you ever get around to seeing it which i'm gonna force you to one way or the other i'm really scared to go to the theater i'm not gonna lie Jake is no one's gonna shoot up the theaters. I'm I'm not just worried about that, dude. Like I'm serious. Movies like these attract a lot of crazy people. Well, there was this really crazy old lady in my theater. <laughs> okay. So, no, like somebody like homemade like I don't know like homemade like explosives or no. I'm, I know I sound you're crazy. Like but way you're just digging yourself super deep into this like. This is exactly the type of movie that people would like. Do so. It is. It most definitely is. I mean, you have precedent for it because the last time this happened was at the Dark Knight Rises premiere because... And the guy dressed up as the Joker. The Joker. Yeah, Who's exactly. the guy going to dress up as this time? <laughs> probably the Joker. Probably... He's probably going to go meta and dress up as, like, Walking Phoenix, like, as the Joker. Or he could go in as, like, Walking Phoenix regular guy from, like, Signs. <laughs> oh, God. Um... But no, this that was like the like midnight premiere of the Dark Knight. Rises. I know you and always say that. This is like that, a week it into matter. it being in, out in theaters. There was a lot of security I'm at sorry, my theater. Crazy doesn't think. Crazy just does. I'm not gonna go. Okay, well, no. Crazy, I was gonna shoot up. The crazy theater. does think because they're like, well, how many casualties can I take? Most are at the premiere. Let's do it at the premiere. But this is a giant movie that yeah, is like currently true. being critically acclaimed, so I'm uh, sure you can go to any theater. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk more about this next week when you pirate it. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, there was Thanks for telling a, the audience my secret. Plex is eh, kind of pirating, yeah, kind of not. Semi-legal. Semi-legal, but whatever. Um, anyway, moving on. We got to bust through this. A bit of news. There was a lot of things that came out during our break, like a lot of like really big news. Really, also, which we never even talked about this thing um, because I wanted to save it for the pod, but the break just kept getting longer and longer, and then everything was resolved by the time we're back. Anyway, that's that Spider-Man the Sony MCU. Thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, I purposefully never talked to you about it because I was waiting to like surprise you with the tragedy on the pod but then like, like a week ago everything. it got resolved so the whole thing like I, I thought it was done with because sony like made a statement saying like the door shut he's never he's not going back you know mm-hmm. and then like three weeks later 
they came in and it's like, yeah, we resolved our issues. Like, it's fine. But the initial, like, reasoning was because uh, Disney wanted to split 50-50 the income mm-hmm. or whatever. And originally they were only taking away 5% and only making, like, money off of uh, merchandise. So Disney wasn't about that. So they cut ties, but now they resolved. Uh, Disney is now taking twenty five percent, and um, it's like why? Why Spider Man? Like why can't they just take like a franchise that Marvel like doesn't need? Like do like an Iron Man reboot or something? Like I don't, I don't care. Well, like, Sony has had the rights to Spider Man since like ninety something, and they no, just I don't want to give him up. Yeah, but like. Marvel's already doing so much with him. Like, would it still be Tom Holland if he like went over to? If it, if yeah, if the deal stayed shut, Tom Holland would still be with Sony. Oh, then it would, would be they the would issue. Just, well, because they wouldn't be able to use like Happy Hogan wouldn't be able to be in the third one. Like none of the previously established like MCU characters from Far From Home or Homecoming would be able to come. Then who over. would they have? Like. Just MCU has all the other the rights to all the other characters. I know that's that's the issue. So no one, everyone was just like, "Well, this third one is gonna suck." Mm. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to. see Just have this. to be like a bunch of like second rate Spider Man villains. Yeah, it would, it would, it was not gonna be a good time, and no one was really excited for it. But everything was fine. Is fine now. So now, good, good. Tom Holland will be back for one more uh, Marvel Disney produced solo film okay but the like good side of this whole debacle is now venom and disney or not venom but sony and marvel are saying that tom hall and spider-man can like transfer over to their venom films maybe and have venom from their like tom um hardy uh venom did you see venom I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't. I didn't care too. I was like, that's stupid. I don't care. But they will be able to transfer it over or whatever. Also, Sony's possibly doing a live action Spider Verse film. I still haven't seen that. I totally slept on that. It's on Netflix. So so good. It's amazing. But anyway, all that solved. And uh, the third one is set to come out July 16th, 2021. Very good. So everything is right with the world again. Okay. Yeah. So moving on, um, Dr. Sleep trailer. Did you see that? I did, yeah. Um, with it, Ewan in, McGregor? In, with Ewan McGregor, yeah. I saw mm-hmm. it um, in the It. Um, before I saw It, it was one of the trailers. Yeah. Um, it so, looks really good. Um, it's a I sequel to The Shining, mm-hmm. I guess. So possibly i there was i scribbled it in for our november a november slot for us if we go see it so just in case dr sleep Mm -hmm. okay yeah because i figured you might want to check it out because it's obi-wan kenobi (laughs) yeah he's uh he ewan mcgregor's always a a good actor yeah and he's like doing a lot right now because he did um that Winnie the Pooh movie last year, mm-hmm. and then he's doing this, and he's in Birds of Prey. But he's not doing the Obi Wan movie for some reason. No, he's doing. Oh, did you not hear about this? What? Oh, it's a gonna be a Disney Plus series. 
Oh, sick. and he's doing that with him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. so excited now. Yeah. See, there's so much in this break. I don't even remember what we covered last time we met and before, but yeah, that's happening. Um, oh, that's right. Cause we were going to do a D23 episode, but that happened during our break mm-hmm. and there was a ton of stuff. That's when the whole Spider-Man debacle happened. But yeah. anyway, um, birds of Trey, birds of Trey, <laughs> birds of prey trailer came out and I know okay, Ty just woke up. I'm not going to lie. Pretty tired, but you have been looking forward to this since suicide squad came out yeah i'm actually really excited to go to go see that um but like i don't know like i always i look in like the the youtube comments and stuff and everybody's like oh this is probably going to be like not like not good and i don't know they're just kind of like saying like it looks like it's gonna like fail and i think that's dumb because i think it looks really good but you know, I was in the minority who like didn't hate Suicide Squad. So. Yeah, you saw it four times in theaters. I saw it four times, yeah, <laughs> the most out of any uh, any movie I've seen, I think. Jeez, I mean, I I think it's gonna be pretty good. I mean, it seems more like they're really def- like focusing in on the Harley Quinn aspect. Yeah, which because, is great. Even though it's Birds of Prey movie. Um, which I think they kind of have to do mm-hmm. in order to get people excited for it. I, I think will... there's a lot they're doing for the movie to like make it good. You know, they brought in the um, the director of the fight choreography from uh, the John Wick movies. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I think the the lady who's directing it is like, I think she directed like some like well received miniseries, like hmm. action miniseries before this. Um, the the uh, lineup is really good of all the the main actors so i don't really see how like i don't know i think it's gonna be great yeah i i have i'm kind of going in low expectations but i think it's gonna be good Mm -hmm. just because i don't want to be disappointed um like touch a little bit i was getting really nervous for the joker because everyone was praising it so hard Mm -hmm. and i didn't want to go into it how i went into like black now? panther last year like you went how, into black panther with high expectations well just because i went into it so late into the game oh. so all i was hearing was this movie is incredible it's like one of the best mcu films in the world like ever like i just went in i was like all right like i'm ready to see an incredible film and then like it was just bad. I think maybe if you so hadn't bad. seen like the other ten Marvel films that are just like it, I think Black Panther would probably be enjoyable. Yeah, it was just so by the book. So I was really scared for Joker, but happy to say it was great. And yeah, it was not. It is a little blown out of proportion, but it's still really great. But um, there is this lady really quick. I was working uh, drive through at Starbucks last night, and there's this lady who came through at like ten thirty. And she looked like she had been crying. And I was like, I'm like, um, you know, I asked her for a drink. And I'm like, how's your evening going? She's like, I'm good. I just got out of Joker. And I'm like, oh, was it good? And she's like, yes. And she's like, it was really sad. And she was like, she starts crying again at the window. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, should I go see it? And she's just like, she just like nods her head while she's like crying. (laughs) I felt like really bad, but I'm like, oh my God, is that what the, is the movie going to make me cry? Because I cry like in movies, like I'm not even going to lie. There's, 
I don't know. I cry at like stupid stuff. Like I cried in the first Hunger Games. Okay. Well, then you might cry then. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, for me, it takes a bit for an actual tear to fall down my face that in the movies like five feet apart this year did it mm, and toy story 4 did it but we'll see what happens after um yeah i you're probably gonna cry then i mean i don't know at what part because i didn't even get close to tearing up i was just kind of more disturbed yeah but yeah i mean you could cry <laughs> um anyway it, it moving is a on. possibility Birds of Prey is coming out February 7th this next year. So I'm very excited for this. You know? Um, next up is the Stranger Things 4 trailer. Oh, Stranger Things Season 4? Mm-hmm. Stranger I, Things 4. I haven't heard about they, that. Yeah. So it was just a teaser that all the cast and that the Netflix Instagram account dropped. It's like a 40-second teaser not even really a teaser it's just the logo like doing their creep up fade in thing with a theme song playing and then the four behind it and then it just says the tagline is we're not in hawkins anymore because set up from last season everyone moved away yeah yeah that was i thought that was weird like did you get that why were they moving well i it felt weird to me mainly because it seemed like everything was wrapping up like it seemed more like a series finale you know than just a season finale like there wasn't really a cliffhanger to it until like the russian like a lot of season threes uh, that i've that i've watched recently it seems like they like this would be a good place to end the show you know Mm -hmm. but like no they're doing season four for some reason i'm not complaining it's just like you know like you guys have like a a really good like three season story right here well, the Duffer Brothers who created it had always envisioned it for a four-season really? arc. Yeah, and there's a very high chance that this is going to be the last season because there's news that they signed on to create new shows and films for Netflix. So this is pretty likely going to be its final season. And they've established like a bunch of like good actors, like yeah. good like child actors and for like the you know joe what's his name who plays steve is uh he's in a movie with taika watiti and ryan reynolds that's coming out next year or 2021 really okay yeah i I was gonna cover it but there's just so many new much news i had to really pick and choose um but anyway yeah no one knows really when it's gonna come out no one that's the thing they they have a release shows. it's probably gonna come out not net, but it's probably gonna come out 2021 either around halloween or summer or maybe they'll even switch it up and do christmas themed season this year i don't i don't know but i'm excited for it yeah stranger things is awesome it is yeah i mean you just recently saw you it. know what i really like about stranger things is the theme song or like yeah. the theme and every time we were watching it kylie would always skip it like i'd be like like the next episode would start and be like you can't skip it and i'd be like but it's okay when we started watching 13 reasons why i would just because that intro is like a little boring i would just do it for that intro no that intro is boring but anyway moving on um walking dead 
got just got renewed for season 11 11th season what yeah and this is getting funny, ridiculous the funny thing is literally the premiere of season 10 just happened and it already got renewed and i found out that it got renewed before the premiere even aired they could have ended the show like so many places they could have okay. ended the show in season two I'm not saying they should have. <laughs> I mean, but I'm they saying could they could have. have they could have wrapped it up there. They could have ended it after season one, um, but I just watched the premiere last night. Okay, phenomenal. Really? Okay. Like I said, season nine was the best season probably ever. I've like, I've heard that. Like season five was my favorite forever since it came out. I love. And then five. season nine came, and I was blown away because so, season seven and eight. Just kind of bleh. Very, yeah. Yeah. Uh, spoilers for uh, season nine, by the way. So Rick kind of dies, but he he's not dead. He's not dead. I'm confused. Why didn't... I mean, Andrew Lincoln's out of the show. Why didn't they just kill him off? Well, he's not dead because um, Jadis, trash woman lady from season seven and eight... Um, Jake, don't talk about women like that. That She lived in a... Whatever. <laughs> Beside the point, it's neither here nor there. But they, he's, they, she's taking, she's been like communicating with somebody with helicopters and oh, something I all of I season eight that. and stuff. And then it comes back into play in season nine. And she basically rescues Rick and takes him away to somewhere. But that's all going to be explored in the Rick Grimes movies that are coming out. What? Yeah. You do not hear about no, this? No. I, I, it's, a, it's a trilogy. It's three movies. Three movies. Okay. Yes, three Walking Dead films circling around Rick Grimes and what happens wherever he got taken So they're taken completely off. separate. Yeah. Like, it's going to be following him and wherever he got taken off to. Okay. And it's going to be prior, because after he gets taken off, there's like a six-year time jump in the show mm-hmm. after that, which that's when that's the show gets Wait, so there's crazy. like... So wait, so doesn't he die after the time jump though, or there's, die quote unquote, there's, after the time jump? So it's a it's a five it's a year and a half time year time jump from season eight finale for episodes one through five for season nine. It takes place a year and a half after season eight, and then after five with Rick's quote unquote death, then. It's a six-year time jump. So there's two time jumps. Yeah. There's two time jumps within season nine. How long was the first one? A year and a half after season eight finale. It picks up a year and a half after. Then why does Rick have, like, gray hair and he, like, looks like 10 years older? Well, he had gray hair in his beard in season eight. Oh. Yeah. Or maybe Andrew Lincoln's beard was already, like, pretty gray. And they would like kind of dye it a little bit. I don't know, but yeah. So anyway, season nine is so good, and season ten is looking like it's going to be incredible, also. All right. But the comics finally ended. It just ended like beginning of summer, maybe. How'd they end? With Rick Graham dying, <laughs> like he actually died. Um, but. So now there's like an end goal with the show because it's just been following the comics. So as long as the comics kept going, the show is just going to keep going. Oh my you know? gosh. But okay, so the comics the are now comics done. Are... So now know, the show has an end goal. I guess. 
I can't wait for like season like twenty three where we find out what happened to Heath. Like you know, like, <laughs> it's just gonna keep like going. What like, happened to Heath? I don't. I don't know. What happened to him? I don't understand what happened to him. Um, what happened is they forgot about him, and now he's playing oh, himself in different movies. Got Gimple. You turd. All right. Oh, did you anyway. hear about the Breaking Bad movie? Yes. Yeah. That looks, yeah. That looks really Are good. Are we going to talk about this? On, uh, yeah. On the pod? We can review it? We will. We okay, will. cool. Oh, so, you know. not next week, but the week after. And what's cool is it's on uh, Netflix, so I don't mm-hmm. have to be scared about going into a theater. No, but it will be in select theaters. So, I'm going to be looking around okay. to see if they're playing it anywhere in our area. Because you know, for sure we're going. I don't, I don't think that... Um, like when they say select theaters usually it's like an indie theater like in like like bigger cities san diego's a big city no i mean like not like that but like um i know what you're talking about it's usually new york and la yeah yeah. and then but i mean it will do those and then it'll start circling around other places like um couple months ago i saw the farewell which is an a24 movie and it literally it was out for like a month and then it finally came here and it was in the rancho theater with one showtime at 4 p.m the whole day and then it was never in the theaters again no dude i get i don't get my hopes up when i see in select theaters yeah you just have to really search for there's this like really sick like rush documentary with all this unseen like concert footage and it was like three hours long and like you know it sounds like ridiculous to some people but that's totally like my kind of thing right and i looked and they're showing it one theater, like two show times in like LA, one in Seattle for some reason, um, and then like a bunch on like like East Coast, like New York and like I think like New Jersey or something like that. You should have just took the trip to LA. I don't, I don't know. Maybe not for that. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Speaking of long, long movies, did you see the Irishman trailer? I did. Yeah, it looks really good. The Andrew new Garfield. No. And yeah, it's uh he's playing the the priest or the preacher, No, right? that's Silence. That came out in like 2016. I'm talking about Scorsese's new film this year, Irishman. It's got Al Pacino, um De Niro. Okay, maybe I haven't seen it. It's, Isn't it like coming out on Netflix or something? Yeah, it's same situation. It's select theaters and then coming out on Netflix. Um Why though? Like I, that's a movie you'd want to see in theaters. Like, Breaking Bad, I get, because it's, well, like, it's, a TV show people binge-watch, like... It's going to be three and a half hours long. That's probably why. <laughs> okay. I can sit through that. We did it for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, that guess. was nearly three hours. Hateful Eight? That was, I think, nearly three hours. It was or exactly 3. three hours. Yeah. Have you seen... By the way, have you seen the extended version? I haven't yet. Really? Have you? No, I haven't. <sighs> I need to. I still like super good. It's on my list on Netflix, and I keep like scrolling it. I'm like, is today the day? I'm like, nah. Why that movie? I think we mentioned that movie like at least once every podcast. It's great. Why it has not been turned into like a Broadway play? I don't know. I don't know either because Tarantino like wanted to. He like originally it was going to be a Django book, and he's like, nah, this got to be like a play. And then he started writing it, and he was like, no, this is a film. But I want to do it as a play and take it on the road. And you can see how much he likes westerns, too, because even in movies that aren't westerns, like, 
Kill Bill Volume Two, and yeah, it's uh, very Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He always modern has like Western. You no, know, I know he has like that like a uh, long, you know, the film term like yeah. the long, like the far away shot of like the guy walking or whatever. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but um, no, he's yeah, he's a big fan of westerns. I mean, even I don't know, but he's done a lot with that, and I think maybe when he does his last film and retires from filmmaking he'll probably take it on the road as a broadway show mm. that's my assumption or maybe he'll do more books or whatever which i would be super down to read his books i'd be down for that yeah but anyway we're talking too long i don't know how we got from the walking dead to <laughs> the hateful eight and broadway shows but whatever um I was thinking this would have been a great segue, but then I realized we're not talking about Joker today. But Joker uh broke a bunch of box office records this weekend. Um and it opened with ninety three point five million uh mm-hmm. domestically in the US. Hello, timer. Um and it's the fourth largest opening for a rated R film ever. Oh wow. Yeah. So I remember, I think Deadpool was the first. And then um, I think Passion of the Christ is in there somewhere. And It Chapter 2, or It Chapter 1, I guess. It was one. Aren't we talking about that movie today? (laughs) Nice segue. Yes, we are. It Chapter 2. What do you think the story was, Donovan? Oh, okay. Um... I mean, pretty much it was just uh, all the kids coming back uh, 28 years later, 27, 27, 27 years later to um, they kind of like all got called back to uh, Derry, Maine and, um, you know, to uh, fight Pennywise and and destroy him once and for all. Save the day. Save the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been looking forward to talking about this. Me too. Because we have very different opinions apparently so are we just gonna get right into uh positive and then negative yeah okay so, so before we so like right as we go into positive yeah okay let's do it stepbrother style on okay, three hold on what fair warning uh this is just straight into spoilers yeah no we, we're doing spoilers. we don't do spoiler free here yeah on no. the miscast review we just go straight into it who cares so i was gonna say on three let's just say the best thing about the movie Okay, one, two, three. Bill, Bill Hader. Hader. Yeah, yeah, easily. He's Bill so Hader good. for sure is... So good. Everyone knows Bill Hader's the standout, and he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah, he's I so mean, good. I On our break, I blew through his HBO series, Barry, and what he does in Barry is like... So, such a departure from his normal standard comedic work, and mm. I think this is another really good departure from that but also it's very bill hatery no <laughs> also like he's perfect for it and i i think it's hilarious that finn uh after the first one was when he people asked him who he wanted to play his older version of him mm. he would say bill hater oh really so, yeah oh, like okay. when they were doing the press circuit for it a bunch of press would be like, so we know it chapter two is going to take place 27 years later and it's going to be 
mainly adult cast, who would you want to play as your adult self? And you'd always be like, Bill Hader. And they did it. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Finn, like, he was the reason they did it, I guess. But, yeah, it's... He's the standout, for sure. Yeah, mm, uh, for sure. Not to put down any of the rest of the cast. No, either. the rest they of the cast was great. Phenomenal. Was, this is, I think, this is one like the best cast movie since like the Hunger Games movies. Yeah, they're all so like perfect for the roles. Like they encapsulate the younger cast selves like so well. For sure, yeah. And even their likeness, like. Um, Actually, I did have one thing to say about that, but we'll get into that okay. in the negative. Who's the, uh, oh man, what's his name? The one who's had the cast in the first one. Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, he was, he, I think he was my His adult favorite. version of yeah, him his, looks his, exactly I know. like the kid. I don't know how they did like, that. Like, it's uncanny. Like, I'm like, did they just age that kid? No, I know. <laughs> like, what happened? No, that guy was that guy was great. I forgot the actor's name. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know his name either. But, but uh, yeah. yeah, I think all of them are great. And even like, um, you know, I guess some reviews of the movie were mixed, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't know. I, I personally thought it was great. Uh, I guess um, like people consistently praise uh, Bill Hader. His yeah, it's yeah the consistent consensus that he was the standout mm-hmm. but yeah so go what do you love about um, it chapter two so i really love like this movie was literally like two hours 50 something minutes it was about three hours and long. yeah i don't know i just really like long movies like that aren't like that aren't like super like long like long just to be long this movie is that long because it literally is uh it's like the movie form of a book that's longer than the bible you know and the book is like i think it's like around 13 it's 1300 pages pages. yeah Yeah. it's like 1350 or something like that which is ridiculous and i just love um you know i love like each separate act like how the first act is like kind of them getting back together the second act is like the acts are very they're very they're very tell where each act breaks and and you know the second one was like them like um you know being like tormented and like you know i loved all the flashbacks also but just like them showing them being tormented in the past and the present and the third was kind of like them going down and like finally like finishing off pennywise um oh bill skarsgård was Mm -hmm. awesome as pennywise as always as always yeah um i like that this movie kind of like I don't know. I feel like the the first one was like kind of like a stand by me kind of like very Stephen King yeah like ish movie like with the the kids going off to like you know kind of like on that you know you know what I'm saying I, yeah I know exactly are, what you're talking about yeah um, and I like that this one didn't really try and just do that with with adults it kind of like doubled down on like the scary factor and like just kind of made it more like. I don't know, just kind of more, um, it kind of felt to me like more like a true horror movie. Um, and I honestly like the first one better. Yeah. I'm just saying I like that about this one. Um, and let's see what else I like. Uh, you know, like you said, all the actors are really amazing. Like not just like in general, but also like playing the, the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Let's see. I I think that's um I mean that's that's the the long and short of it. I mean Yeah. For me, I thought again, the casting was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The scares, I actually <laughs> I don't think in the first one I jumped at all, but there was a moment in this one where I like genuinely like jumped for a second and I was like, oh god, <laughs> like, because um, normally like scary movies don't freak me out because I'm just analyze everything. It's just like my filmmaker brain, so I just don't get scared. I'm just like, oh wow, that's really well done, or like, how did they do that, or like whatever. And that's but, why they make movies for you, like Hereditary and Midsummer, so you can just exactly. be disturbed. Yeah, well, not even in those. I'm still just like in awe of the filmmaking of those. Um, But I like it was uh, when was it? I think. Oh, it was under the bleachers when the little girl went under the bleachers and got um, marked by Pennywise under there. I jumped at that point when he like jumped at her. Oh, yeah. Because like I just like I slipped into a normal audience member for a second and i was just like in it and i was just like oh my That's god what is happening and then he jumped and i'm like nope no i gotta <laughs> i gotta and just that, analyze things again i'm not getting scared that's the other thing like that scene and like like i like when a movie does that like when it makes you laugh at stuff or like yeah. I don't know. It makes stuff amusing. It's like not really funny at all. Yeah. I thought this movie was hilarious, but even like that scene, he's like one, two, and then like oh. he like is like so hungry because he hasn't eaten somebody in yeah. forever. He's just like drooling, and he like totally forgets where he was. That was gnarly. I know. Um, um, also, I think a really great uh, tense, suspenseful, scary moment was in the House of Mirrors. Yeah, when um, his name's Billy was trying to save the kid or whatever yeah that was bill yeah that was horrific and um also i forgot to mention but james mcavoy he deserves a shout out he's oh, such a good he actor was how has he not got has he even gotten an oscar nomination i don't know he he, he should he's so good he definitely should have how but how has he like not gotten anything yet i have no idea because he I completely forgot I was watching James McAvoy. I know, dude. Like, he didn't get one for Split. He didn't get one for that X-Men, the first class movie. Um, there's some other stuff that he's been in that's like really good, too. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Um, yeah, I thought the score was really good. Set design, obviously the makeup. like Everything was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so happy my favorite van shirt button up i i wear is famous now why because uh, oh, in one of, of the flashback scenes yeah when yeah, the, yeah i uh, did you notice that his name? stanley, stanley was right it, the kid version i think that was hilarious because first of all that was like that's like a, it's like a mid-2000s van it shirt. literally came out like last year i know and right when that scene came on, I'm like, oh, my God, Jake has that shirt. <laughs> I think Kylie recognized it, too. I think I was um, wearing it when I went and saw the movie. And I was really? like, oh, that's so funny. I, it took me out of the film, like, completely. And during that whole sequence, I was just like, my it, shirt's in a movie. It does kind of look like, like a shirt. It has an like, 80s feel It has an 80s feel. And yeah. they, like, they cropped it. And they obviously they took definitely all the did some, like, off of it. Yeah, they did uh, but, some alterations on it. And stuff. But I was like, that's my shirt for sure. Like, yeah. 100%. Like, I recognized the buttons on the collar. 
and like the pattern. I'm like, I wear that shirt almost every day. I, I know, know that shirt. <laughs> that oh, was okay, so the highlight for me. I was going to ask you. Okay, so before we get into the negative, I which I have a lot of. You do. I yeah. heard. Um, why is uh the movie so like in the book? Like the flashback or like when they were kids was in the fifties and then the future was in the eighties. Right. But now for some reason they changed it where the flashback was in the eighties and now like the present time was actually present time. Well, they, the, the first one was set in the eighties. No, the I know. Film. But like, usually they just kind of keep, they keep that yeah. with the films. Well, probably because in 2017 when the first one came out. And I think they filmed it in like 2016. Uh-huh. 80s nostalgia yeah, I was, gonna was say the 80s nostalgia huge was because of Stranger Things. And um, there was just a lot. I think, well, Stranger Things, I think, like, f- first off, handily, like, brought back the 80s when that hit the mm-hmm. storm in 2015. And ever since then, like, 80s nostalgia has just been like huge i'm not complaining about that i think that's really sick how they did yeah that, so i think I that's curious. probably why they decided to set the first one in the 80s probably that's yeah. that's probably that's what i think of in terms of why they probably set it in that time instead of the 50s and i think that chapter two i mean it could honestly be like like whatever decade like yeah. it doesn't really have like it doesn't really matter feel. But, but the first one is like definitively 80s, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, and I think I I feel like that chapter two fits really well in present day. I mean, yeah, I think the opening scene with <laughs> the like major like um, homosexual like hate that it, was that's weird. Probably, like I don't. It's not even really like a criticism. Well, I that have. was in the book too. No, I know, but and, like nothing happened with that. Like, what was well, the point no, of that nothing. scene? It was just to sh- set up, I guess, Pennywise being back or whatever. Because oh. he ate the guy who fell in the river. Yeah. But, like, I, that's something that's, like, super, like, heavy and present nowadays. So I feel like that sets well with present day as well. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I think both time periods play really good mm-hmm. with each other. And the new whatever adaptation of it did you see the 90s version uh thankfully no i heard it was off oh, it's atrocious but whatever <laughs> it's besides tim curry's good though yeah he's like the best part about it but anyway all right negatives yeah. what do you yeah. have jake you, you want me to say be, mine first yeah, go because... ahead and you tell me your negatives because okay. i'm gonna be talking for a while i mean my main thing is i thought the character of beverly was extremely inconsistent the actress who plays her I know she's, uh, I forget her name. She's in like a lot of, um, a lot of movies and she's a good actress, but I feel like from childhood to being an adult, her character is really inconsistent. Like she, when she was a kid, she's like super headstrong. Like even though she's like being like abused by her dad, she like, she literally like hit him over the head with the toilet seat. Yeah. I feel like her character got like, no, wasn't that weird? Like, yeah really any screen time I, like they i feel like they just didn't do anything with their character this time around well they kind of like it was kind of like a regressive character arc because literally right. like they show you how like strong of a person she is and then like you see she's married to an abusive guy right um when she's shown like clearly to be like above that um and like then she's just like you know she's super timid and kind of like like shaky 
through the entire movie. But, like, you know, they showed her, like, she still has her cigarette habit from when she was a teen. So, right. obviously, like, they're not, like, forgetting anything. Um, and it was written by the same people. It was written by the same people. So, I don't know. I don't know why they did that. Maybe there's, like, a reason in the book for that or... Yeah, they probably dived a lot deeper in the book. I don't know, but I just... I don't know. I, I She was one of my favorite characters in the first one. And, I don't know, I feel like that... It just kind of made the movie like I feel like it could have been more enjoyable if they had kind of like changed her her character mm-hmm. um, and made it more consistent. Um, but I mean, it didn't really hurt my enjoyment of the movie too much. Is that your only negative for the film? Um, just her character. You know, I don't feel like it. It was too long. I'm I'm not that like I can sit through a three and a half hour movie. Like I right. can. You know, and people who say that they can't, it's really weird to me because it's like, okay, you can binge watch this entire TV series in one day, but you know, you can't sit through like a you three can hour sit movie. Through eight out, like eight hours of Stranger Things in a day, but you can't sit through a two and a half hour movie. I think Stranger Things is like interesting to like everybody, but like, I don't know. Even if a movie's like, I get if the movie's like super boring, but this movie wasn't boring. Like this movie was like good, like. Even for people who don't have long attention spans, I feel like they could. Someone could watch this movie and have no issues with the length of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me see. Do I have anything else? No, not, no. This was a movie. I this is one of my favorite movies of the year. Honestly, I didn't wow. really. Wow, really? Well, one of your favorite? Well, okay. And twenty nineteen well, has had fair, some good I've movies. I've seen like fifty three twenty nineteen releases this year. So Wait, I think, really? Yeah. I've seen probably way more releases than you, but I've seen like ten and I I think twenty nineteen has a lot of good releases. They, they have had some great films. And you know, so Joker's far. already out and then they're gonna have Frozen Two, which mm-hmm. I'm sure she is gonna be great. Um I mean the rest of the year is pretty stacked. Uh Doctor Sleep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm sure uh, I don't really care about Star Wars. I don't care about <laughs> Star Wars either, but we're gonna review it. <laughs> Let's just totally trash it. I Honestly, I'm so done with that franchise, but whatever. But, okay, so, yeah, I think that's that's my criticism. That's where oh. it begins and ends, so. That's, wait, what did you, okay, what was your score for it? Or, do we say that at the end? Oh, whatever. You yeah. miss, I can say it I'm now. just curious. I completely forgot what your score was for it. Oh, okay. I mean, Because I just, just remember it was, it was different. It was, and uh, I gave it a, an uh, eight and a half out of ten. Okay. I think it was a really, really great movie. So, like, four and a half out of five? By your rating scale? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'd say it's closer to a nine than an eight, so yeah. Okay. Okay, um, Jake, come on. Offend, <laughs> offend me. I absolutely... I don't want to say hate. I strongly no, dislike the second act of the film. I feel like it drags on forever. Okay. And it's super repetitive. So you think it should be short? Unnecessary. I, I don't no I don't mind the length of the film I just don't like the second act of the film where it's like character goes to significant place finds something that means to them flashback to being scared by Pennywise and then current like present day scared by Pennywise rinse and repeat six times that's the second act yeah that's, I, you're right like by the third one I'm just like oh god to do this like four more times <laughs> come on i mean i kind of saw and some that of them were like thing, extremely but... some were really interesting and some i was just like what I was boring do to not you care 
Because I think it was all just kind of, like you said, it's like, oh, okay, this is going to happen to all the characters. Yeah. But it was like, each thing was like, had enough, enough variation from the last scare to kind of like... Yeah, it's just, uh, for like the Bethany one, I really didn't you like... You mean Beverly? Beverly, whatever. God, somebody's not paying attention. <laughs> I, I forgot already. That's how you know how much I cared. Um, she, I, that whole... Um, one for her i didn't care about because they showed like that was the first trailer so we saw like, that's true, most yeah. of it and i was just like i don't i don't want to see this again i get that like it wasn't that scary the first time um eddie's was really good i felt like what was eddie's again uh he went to pick up his asthma medication and then he went downstairs and like his mom was tied up oh that, was that one was actually yeah, yeah. like really good and really tense and i really liked that one mm-hmm. the two that stuck out to me were uh ben's and um ben's was really and good. richie's i didn't feel like richie's was really that the the, the giant statue i thought that was kind of like the giant lumberjack guy i thought that was kind of cool it was inch it was cool i just didn't in terms of like ben's or like eddie's i just like eh. i thought ben's was the best though because like it's like they're just kind of hanging out in school and like you really don't see that coming and then beverly says like like something she'd never say she's like i think you're so fat and ugly or something like that <laughs> right and just totally and then, trashes him i know and he's like he's like what and then, like she like lights on lights herself on fire while she's like smoking and it's like yeah. whoa. i yeah it was that was probably my main issue with the film was just the second act mm-hmm. and how repetitive it was and how just long it was. Okay. And like, I just felt the length of that act and I was like, just keep, just keep going. No, <laughs> just I, move on. I can, I can see how you might've. And I, I would have rather they dove like dealt more into the like lore of Pennywise and like spent more time on that than, but they kind of did that in the first one, you know? Not really. They didn't even really touch on it in the first one. No, the whole point was like, oh, he's, um, you know, he was from this circus from the 30s. Uh, he's like a demon clown, basically. No, Fears, I mean... like seasoning and it makes like, it taste better. Like the whole like Native American backstory that was like barely oh. touched on. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. Okay, that was kind of weird because like, I was really confused. brought it up and like rushed through it really fast. And I was like, that's super interesting. Like, let's take a minute. Okay. And just, like, okay, I, I get that. I would like to see more of that too. But I mean... That's what I'm talking about. Like, I would have rather spent a lot more time in that and like really like just dive into the history of this thing rather than see that basically the same thing six different times mm-hmm. for 45 minutes or yeah, no, an I, hour I or however long that was but that that was my like main thing with it like i just feel like yeah or maybe if they cut out like the flashback aspects of those sequences then maybe it would flowed better you gotta have the flashbacks though i don't know i don't know i just that was my issue with it oh i remember my other criticism though um what is it why was henry bowers in the movie he did oh nothing. that's another thing he Dude, did nothing. what's with the bully like that's, why that's is he there like 
the other like half point off or whatever. I'm just that's like, that's what it was. He yeah, does nothing. I, like I, he's in a mental hospital and he sees a balloon and like all the patients are like. <laughs> he stabs Eddie and then that's it. Oh yeah, and he then, stabs Eddie. And now he's like, he's like mentally insane, which I, I can I can understand. But didn't he die in the first one? I thought I thought well, uh, I thought felt, Mike killed him. Yeah, he pushed him down the well. Yeah, he kicked him down the well. But in this, they showed him. He just got, walking like home. washed out. And then walked home. I thought it was stupid. I would that's have thought another that was, huge criticism. Yeah, that's what I. That is what the other thing I took a point off for because I thought it was way better because you know he picks on Mike because he's yeah. I was now when you see that moment in the first one, you're like it loses ah. all its power. Like and then Mike finally yeah, its weight's all gone. He like yeah. hits Mike in the back with like a wrench or whatever, and then Mike finally like like gets him back and he like literally kicks him down the well, and it's like one of the best scenes in the first movie in my opinion. Um, and, and then it like just loses it just loses all of the weight that it has. You see him like walking home, and like he's just like gets it's arrested, arrested yeah. and that's it. And then spends the next twenty seven years in a mental asylum. And, and then, then his his friend, who's like a, a zombie now or whatever, yeah, I, like drives him. I just thought like it was I, unnecessary. I that was, yeah, unnecessary. And then uh, oh, um, you know, I guess like if they would have given him more to do. Like, I feel like it would have been fine. And when uh, he's about to kill um, Eddie and Richie just, like, hits him in the back of the head, which I thought was a great scene just anyway. Right. Um, it's always cool to see Bill Hader kill people. But, well, yeah, um, if you watch Barry, that's full of that. I, I did watch that's a like couple scenes from that Barry. Is. That's what I'm saying. That. <laughs> um, but, like, I feel like it would have had so much power if, if uh, Henry Bowers just did more stuff. Yeah, or if he just stayed dead, <laughs> you know? Or if he stayed dead or, like... No, like, even if it was, like, a weird zombie version of him or... or if it was a weird zombie version do. of him, that would make way more sense than he survived and then just got arrested. No, yeah, you know? for sure. I feel like it was a bit of a cop-out. I know. Like, he literally... Like, he stabbed Eddie in the face. Eddie's just walking around with a bandage. I, did, I think is like they did because Eddie's, like, a major uh, hypochondriac. Yeah. So he's just, like... Or it's gonna get like infected from that like rusty switchblade or whatever. Uh, but um, all right, um, any other negatives? Um, and not that I can really think of, but it has been like a month since I saw it, mm. and I've seen so much since then. Oh, yeah. Um, like I even forgot about all that stuff. Um, not really. The f- first one's way better. <laughs> I thought the first one was definitely better, but I feel like it's like comparing more like a fun time with the first one. It's sure. like comparing like a near masterpiece to like a movie that I thought was also really good, really great. It's like comparing, uh, it's what? like comparing the dark Knight to suicide squad. What? <laughs> See, that's not, that's kind of, a, that's an insult to me. You just insulted like two movies that I like right there. <laughs> Sorry. No, to me it's like comparing like uh, The Dark Knight with uh I don't know, with uh Spider-Man Homecoming. It's like, okay, Spider-Man yeah. Homecoming was an amazing movie. Actually, no. I I probably like Spider-Man a little more. Um but anyway, it's just like comparing like a really a good movie like a masterpiece to like a great almost movie to and did it really ruin it like that much for you? Yeah, it did. Okay. I probably 
won't ever rewatch the second one. Okay. Well, I I just don't know when I would rewatch it. Look at how how many movies you like though that like don't even really have like a strong or who don't even really have like a strong second act or even really like a second act at all. Like that movie, a ghost story that you showed me. Okay. Well, a ghost story is beautiful. It's on its own level, right? <laughs> it's like a completely different level of cinema. Okay. That's um, like barely even like a plot. <laughs> It's like not even really a three act structure. Like the second the act is just like her eating a pie for ten minutes. That was brilliant. Like it's, it's a major tour de force. You can't really compare tour de forces to like this. You know, they're like two completely different animals because tour de forces are going for the Oscar win. This is setting out to just be a blockbuster and give as many people a great time at the cinema yeah you know i think it was like i think i, I definitely had a great you're time. not gonna see this at like sundance film festival no or but cans or anything i'm just saying you know? when we do my top 10 favorite movies of the year it's probably gonna be on my top five okay I, oh, that's gonna be a really hard list for me because uh, I've, I've seen so many movies and i'm gonna be seeing so many more I think next week I'm going. I'm there's like five different movies, in, like I'm going to go see. Oh wow! Because I'm going to the San Diego Film Festival. Busy lad. Which I'm seeing Jojo Rabbit, Taika Waititi's new film. That looks good. Um, Me and Kelly are probably gonna go see two Tour de Forces, um, Portrait of Lady on Fire, and Parasite, which are those do sound Oscar. like Tour de Forces. They are very Tour de Forces. I think they're also. I know Parasite's a Korean film, so I think they're both international films. But anyway, and then also one of those days is Zombie Lane Two, and then there's some other stuff you've seen. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's a busy week. I was gonna say before we like get into or uh, before we do our ratings, or I hear your rating at yeah. least, which I'm probably gonna cringe and. It's on my Instagram highlights. It. I, I, I don't you, remember. You, I, you commented on it. You were pissed. I probably was. But... <laughs> you were pissed. Um, okay. What was with the end? Do you think that, like, Richie was, like, into Eddie? Like, was out there trying to convey? like Yeah, see? Richie was gay for Eddie, <laughs> to put it. Lightly. I, I kind of thought, like... That's, like, essentially... That's, what it that's like, like the me, very... Too. Really, it's more about, like, Eddie was his, like... Um, the only real person in his life that he like loved and he was like his best friend in the world essentially and he just didn't really know how to like formulate his feelings yeah i don't really think it's about like oh, it's not Richie's really gay. about being like richie like, being it's, that's gay. not like that's, I don't yeah, think that's what they're it's trying not to say. Ri- it's more emotional and, like, I, think, yeah, I think it's more emotional yeah. it's on a different level than just that um, richie being gay but yeah i think richie's gay <laughs> yeah i mean i i think he's probably gay too <laughs> yeah but, like, and essentially he's probably um, gay <laughs> You know, that's, I mean, and, and if he is, that I think that's another cool thing, like, especially in 2019, like, mm-hmm. he's, like, they don't just have, like, the token And that's something, I don't think that was in the book either. I think that's something Bill Hader and uh, the director brought up, or something like that. Uh-oh. I don't know. Um, but I don't know, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was, like, a pretty interesting thing, like, you can kind of take it however you want it, but, yeah. Um, up for your own interpretation i guess but 
whatever. Yeah, I gave it a three and a half. Oh, so out of, with my rating scale, what would that be? Like a six. You gave it a six? Or a six and a half. And you're not even like a harsh critic on movies. Or maybe you are now since you started watching more movies. I've become more of a harsh critic because I've literally write probably a thumb review every other day, every day. Like, yeah. So I've definitely become more critical. And I think I'm a really harsh critic with certain movies. Like if something is... um like if a film is like I feel like especially with like the Marvel movies yeah if it's just like all the other ones that's why I love Guardians Volume 2 so much is because it was like it was so fun so fun and so good but not like a copy and paste of anything yeah um but uh you know I I don't know I feel like I'm a I'm a harsh critic too but like Uh, you are a very harsh critic you're like I don't know this didn't have like a 10 minute long pie eating scene in it you you get a if there was a 10 10 minute long pie eating scene in this probably would have given it five out of five. what if there what if there's a 10 minute long people eating scene from uh, pennywise that would have just been really disturbing <laughs> i don't know if that that would have been really ballsy if they did that actually uh, it's like, like just pennywise just chopping on a leg for like five minutes long that'd be gnarly oh my gosh i don't know if i'd want that that's some midsummer level stuff <laughs> Oh, did I tell you that movie grew on me? Did it? Like, did I wouldn't you watch it again. No, God, no, I oh, wouldn't watch man. it again. It's just like I'm buying it on Blu-ray when it comes out. God, have fun, like disturbing yourself. I don't know if I'm gonna rewatch it, but I'm adding it to my A24 Blu-ray collection. Why don't you just like get the cover then? How fun is that? Well, it, what if I want to rewatch it? Well, I don't have the option. Then you're if gonna I just be all by yourself. Cover, yeah, I'm not inviting you over when I watch it again. God, I can imagine. Or maybe I invite you to come over and watch like Starchy and Hutch or something, which is a comedy, by the way. That's that with be fine, Ben Stiller but... and Owen Wilson. But then I just put on Midsummer. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, not nah, we're watching this. Oh my god, I can imagine you bringing like your girlfriend over or something, and like you guys are like, you know, like cuddling up for like a movie night, and you like Ooh. put on Midsummer, and she's like, oh, is this like a what is this? <laughs> Not being good time. Just tell her it's like a like a teen party movie where they oh, like take a vacation. You know what's funny about that? What you know, um, that guy Karsten Runquist yeah. that I showed you the movie reviewer. Yeah, so he there is an A twenty four movie that came out I think in like April or something. It's called Climax. It's gnarly. Um, okay, it's like kind of midsummer level the shirt being ish okay. it's not that disturbing i'm gonna show it to you you're gonna love it it's like one of the movies of the year for me just like filmmaking aspect it was phenomenal and he said when he saw it he took his girlfriend and he said that was a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's i don't know what were you talking about uh you didn't like it chapter two i didn't but that's beside the point. I mean, I like, okay, I liked it. Chapter two. You liked it. I liked it. Okay. Chapter two. I just have a lot of issues with the second act, which just brought my score down from a four and a half to a three and a half. That's See, that's really why your it. rating system, let's just talk about this for a second. Your rating system doesn't allow for like many different like um, variations. Like it's yeah, either. It does. I don't know. You only have like 10 different... Five out of five is like a perfect film. 
Okay. Five out of five is like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Or like The Hateful Eight or like pretty much any Tarantino film is like guaranteed most likely a five out of five. It's just like a perfect film for me is a five out of five. Like, let me let me even pull up my letterbox and see what was. What about like a four and a half out of five? Four and a half out of five is like an eight and a half or nine out of ten. It's like a near masterpiece. Okay. And then like a three and a half or like a four is like seven and a half, whatever seven, like really good but not great. I don't. I just think like if you use like a ten out of ten instead of a five out of five, there's much more. Okay, so for example, like a movie I would give a nine is *Inglorious Bastards*. I think it's yeah, it's, it's amazing, but it's not quite like a masterpiece. It's not a masterpiece, but uh, it's pretty great. Probably people are gonna get mad at me for that, but I no think it's cares. like you know. But then like there's movies that are closer to a near masterpiece, like um, let's see, I thought *Pulp Fiction* was a nine and a half. Um, probably the first two *Indiana Jones* nine and a half. Um. The Star Wars movies, but um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, I gave climax. Speaking of climax, I gave climax a five out of five. Really? Okay. Because it's it must be really uh, tour de force. It's extremely tour de force. Um, I honestly think that might be the only five out of five I gave out of my twenty nineteen film. Oh, I forgot I saw The Lion King this year. <laughs> That was not good. <laughs> um, yeah, I there's just basically if it's like a five out of, if it's five out of five, it's phenomenal. And okay. It's a masterpiece in my eyes. You know what I mean? It's just like if you give it a ten out of ten. What about movies that make you laugh super hard, but like narratively aren't that good? Like Step Brothers, I'd give that a ten, a ten out of ten See, as far as that's a comedy. Where I have such a hard problem with, like, um, I saw, isn't it romantic? Okay. Uh, a couple. Oh, that ago. movie! Yeah, that movie's hilarious. Yeah, with with uh, what's your face? Rebel, Rebel Wilson, Wilson and Liam Hemsworth and Adam Devine. Yeah, I saw that like. I think it was like a week ago, and there's so, like ma- ma- majority of people on Letterboxd are giving it like two and a half, three, two, which is like it's like okay, yeah, sure, but they give that for like all of those like really like kind of whatever comedies, mm-hmm. which I'm like they're not supposed to be like crazy phenomenal films no, you know just they're just going train like trying to have fun and be goofy and stupid films and that's you know? where and it's like it brings a whole different rating system in my eyes and i feel like when you like rate a movie like you're rating it for enjoyment but then like there's some movies like midsummer where you have to just rate it on the quality of movie it was in which i would say it's an eight you know it's a yeah. great movie but as far as my enjoyment you're like you know, negative five i was like negative two or whatever <laughs> No, I think I said 0.5 out of 10. No, you gave it a negative. Really? I remember. Well, I did find enjoyment in the, the scene where he's uh, going pee on the on the sacred stump. Yeah, the sacred log or whatever it was. No, that was that was good. Yeah, that, that was this was our second like major disagreement on a film. Besides Midsummer? Yeah. Okay. Cuz we're usually pretty on like pretty much we on are. the same yeah. page for the most part on our reviews but yeah 
All right. Well, uh, next time we can you can expect um, Joker. I will mm-hmm. hopefully see that on Plex, and yeah, if not, just pirate it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see it somehow. Um, yeah, and then we will meet back back here. Yeah, because I got a lot of things to say about that as well. Okay, it was one of my longer reviews on Letterboxd. Okay. Yeah, and it's got a lot of traction. All right. Well, um, yeah. see you guys next week. Peace out. Yeah. If you want get in contact with us or ask any questions or whatever uh you can email us at at the miscast review at gmail.com or on instagram email yeah i didn't know that and no one emails it everyone just dms us on instagram at the miscast oh did we have any questions no no i didn't post anything on it i actually have um a question that i got dm'd um let's see hold on Okay. High quality production here at the Miscast Review, as you can tell. All right. Um, Thomas Shorten writes, number one, how dare you? On what? <laughs> how it's, dare me for what? I don't know. He just said, how dare you? Said, how dare you? Well, how dare you, sir? Okay. How dare you? And then um, I have another one down here. Um... This one is from uh, What Now Leland, and he wants to know when we're going to do the album reviews again. Oh, right. We talked about that last week, I think, Um, and I completely forgot about it. Uh, We can bring it back next week. Okay. um, Because I know he wants us to review his new album. Yeah, that's probably why he asked. Yeah, so... Because I remember I made some announcement or something and he asked but um yeah so next week we can bring back the album reviews because i miss those yeah those Um, are fun yeah so we can do his record next i don't think there will be a lot of news next week either because nothing's really happening no not really it's been kind of dry well i mean not really that we had like three months worth of news i had to sift through last night and like pick and choose would be most interesting in the last like month Mm. but yeah next week we can review that record and then we get go from there so next week we can bring them back which i think would be great all right yeah listen to sitting on stacy guys they're they're really good yep local band Uh so is that it that everything that's it all right i'm gonna go take a nap okay uh Peace. Peace.